Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com. Mm -hmm. Today, our guests are Mary Rose and Ryan Barrett. Together, they have helped catechize and prepare thousands of couples for marriage through their apostolate, Witness to Love. And they have also written a new book about the renewal of marriage and family life in the church. The beautiful book is called The Road to Family Miss Missionary Discipleship, Forming Marriages and Families to Share the Joy of the Gospel. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. And we're excited Absolutely. to have them on. Um, they have a very busy family. They have six children now. The yeah. last time we had them on, I think they only had two kids and maybe Mary Rose was pregnant. Yeah. Um, and so they have six and so their lives were very full and busy so this is the first time on our new set and here we are that we're going to have a we're going to yeah. skype with the both That's of great. them and uh, they'll bring a lot of energy and a lot of love and truth and beauty to our show today so we're excited to have them so they've had this witness to love marriage ministry for about 10 years or so i guess maybe more and they're just doing a fantastic job with that and one of the key elements in that is kind of a marriage catechumenal way mm -hmm. of assisting couples in their engagement and then in, in their marriage. And they use these mentoring couples to work with them all the way through regular people in the parish. They train them. People get to pick their mentoring couple and they walk with them through their engagement time and mm -hmm. then the, the first you know months or years of, of marriage. So that's been going gangbusters and fantastic. And now uh, they've been inspired uh, through uh, the meeting of families. They were asked to, to present there in Rome a couple of years back. And they get in this whole aspect of, you know, the family as missionary disciples, mm -hmm. the family, not just individuals as missionary disciples, but how does the life, the marriage, the family, all of its greatness, your marriage and family, all the warts and whatever else is there, somehow, somewhere, the reality mm -hmm. of Christ's love for the church in your family, how is that presenting the face of Christ to others? How is your doorway and entry for other people to come in and somehow, someway be touched by the, the love of Jesus Christ, that they would see that in the family. For the Trinity is a family and we're supposed to be modeling the family. We are the bride of Christ and, and, and we are bride and groom together. How is that manifesting itself? So just when they've bitten off a big bite, now they've got this whole mm -hmm. other area and it's just great. So they're gonna come and share with us all about that. And we are excited to have them. Amen. So we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. You're at home with Jim and Joy. Amen. Welcome back. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and today our guests are Mary Rose and Ryan Verrett. Together, they have helped catechize and prepare thousands of couples for marriage through their apostolate, Witness to Love. And they've also written a new book about the renewal of marriage and family life in the church. 
The new book is called The Road to Family, Missionary Discipleship, Forming Marriages and Families to Share the Joy of the Gospel. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. Well, Mary Rose and Ryan, we're so excited to have the both of you. What we'd like for you to do is to give our family a little bit of update since we had you on last. Um, you two have been very busy, and but we want an update and just tell us a little bit about yourselves so everyone will be more familiar with the both of you. Well, today's a great day. Happy All Saints Day to you and everyone uh, listening or participating. Um, yeah, things are things are good. Praise God. <laughs> when uh, you have six uh, little children yeah. ages almost 14 to uh, 10 months, there's uh, many opportunities for service and uh, and being ready and prepared. But uh, it's been a, a blessing. Mirrors and I've been married for over, uh, over 14 years now, and so. Um, it's uh, it's a it's a wonderful abundant life for sure. Very John ten tennis. <laughs> yes. Well, it was amazing just to you know hear the introduction and thousands of of couples that you've kind of walked with and your mentoring couples have walked with and it's such a desperate need in the church to take seriously uh, the sacrament of holy matrimony and not just give people a couple of classes or whatever and you know then go on your merry way and so on but your dedication your commitment to really accompanying these people you and your mentoring couples um, so I've got that aspect of it Joy and I have that and what you're doing and then we're seeing in this book now that you're really focusing upon uh, not only strengthening you know that marriage walking with people through it but, but really the family addressing the fact of they need to be an evangelistic community. So this is like another element, and it's a very important element. It will also enrich their marriages mm -hmm. and, and their sacramental life and their kids. I think that's a real missing element in many marriages and in the families. It's all about the couple and about the children, but you've got to be about evangelization, witnessing to Christ, welcoming people into your into your doorway and that somehow some way they might see Jesus you know in you and fall more deeply in love with him or meet him for the first time but share with us uh, you know this is kind of a, a prelude we'll have you back for All Souls uh, Day tomorrow but share with us about your visit to Rome uh, the meaning of families I think it was like 2022 or so just share with us a little bit about what is a, what is that gathering of the families like that you went to present how did that happen what did you present so just take us away because that influenced you're doing this other dimension of being evangelistic disciples missionary disciples in the home we had really spent the past seven years since our first book came out um, uh, which we had discussed on y'all's show before and we just the past seven years have really just been discerning uh, families are on fire that we've been working with over 20,000 uh, engaged couples that we've worked with. And we just see that they, they really want to not keep their light hidden under a bushel basket. So we, uh, we had this in mind, uh, what can we do more for these married couples? And we had started writing some things down and it wasn't really all gelled or coming together yet. And uh, when we were invited to the world meeting of families, it was definitely a, a shock and a miracle. And we were, we were just so excited. We, we had never uh, been to the world meeting of families before. And uh, when we received the invitation, we just, we were really kind of just in shock. We didn't know what to do with it. And right when we found out that we were invited to the World Meeting of Families, uh, like two days later, we also found out we were expecting our sixth child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so two very big surprises, but uh, no, the Dicastery for Marriage, Family and Laity invited us. And 
at first we didn't know what we were going to present on or what we were going to do there. We just knew we were invited. And so uh, it was a, a beautiful miracle and we were able to go with our whole family. Well, it is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Like you said, you got two surprises. You got the invite, and then you found out you were pregnant. But then it wasn't just you and Ryan that you just took a little getaway off to Rome. You wound up taking your entire family with you. So tell our family about that experience. Probably the most important aspect of that experience for our kids was that when we, we were invited, I guess, in around January of 2022, uh, immediately, it was decided upon that the family needed an ice cream savings account. And so, <laughs> believe it or not, our kids, we had, a, my family has a, a hardware store out in the country here in South Louisiana, and my kids on several weekends, probably eight or nine weekends, sold lemonade. So, we had a special ice cream fund. In fact, we have to uh, have a little bit of a shout out to Bishop Hying in Madison, Wisconsin, because he we treated him for ice cream one night. Well, the, kids, the kids treated him, but... But, you know, but, but in addition to the uh, all the gelato we ate all over uh, Rome, uh, just being there as a family, um, I think one of the most beautiful aspects of it is when all of us on several occasions were able to go and kneel at the tomb of St. John Paul II, which oh, I know yeah. for many of us, particularly in the United States, he was seen as such a father of faith um, and a gift. And um, I think what's beautiful about that is that as we were there, there were so many people, there were so many young people uh, constantly kneeling there praying. Mm. So it was it was a great gift, but not to mention obviously being there, you know, the invitation and to participate in the vision of Pope Francis um, and to share the, the gift of, you know, the family and being parenting in this moment of uh, Christianity and the church. Well, you practice a great virtue of courage in believing <laughs> that we're going to go do this. And then, bless you, Mary Rose, you were pregnant. So traveling and being pregnant, that's like no fun either. And so we, when we come back, we're going to go to a quick break. But when we come back, we want to hear more of this beautiful time that you took your family, went to Rome, and then you were speaking at the World Meeting of Families. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll be right back. Continuing our conversation with Mary Rose and Ryan Verrett. Uh, together they've helped catechize and prepare thousands of couples for marriage through their apostolate, Witness to Love. They have also written a new book about the renewal of marriage and family life in the church. The Road to Family, Missionary Discipleship, Forming Marriages and Families to Share the Joy of the Gospel. Go to EWTNRC.com, get this incredible book. And so when we, uh, we're talking earlier, you were speaking about uh, the World Meeting of Families, and you said that you made a presentation there. So what did you present? What was the gist or the theme of what you were sharing at that time? Well, it, it, uh, ironically, <laughs> it was on motherhood and fatherhood, which is so funny because that's not what we were expecting to present on. And so uh, we were, we found out we were going, uh, and then I think, we're, yeah, the timeline is right. Ryan, that we found out we were going in January, so we didn't know we were expecting yet. But then in March, we found out we were expecting. 
And 24 hours later, the Vatican, uh, the Vatican said, oh, by the way, your topic is motherhood and fatherhood. Okay. <laughs> well, you should be able to handle <laughs> so, that, yeah. I, I know it was it was funny, and, and we had to submit our our, uh, our presentation about a, a month in advance just so they could have their translators take a look at it. And uh, it didn't say in that presentation that we were having our sixth child, but uh, right up when we were on the stage in the the auditorium and we were just standing there, Ryan decided. Yeah, I was a proud father, you know, and uh, no one it. no one knew that we were expecting besides Maris and I and our amazing pro-life OBGYN here in Lafayette. And I just thought, you know, this <laughs> John Paul II uh, pronounced Evangelium Vitae here. It's in the Paul VI Auditorium. What a great place to, uh, you know, to give praise for the gift of life. So I'm sure, Jim and Joy, you would agree. That totally. That was a great what a place to make an announcement. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we had a, a lot of messages and say, oh, good to know Ryan just announced globally. But the, the topic was really relevant because, you know, because of Witness Love. Witness Love is a grassroots organization. When I say grassroots, we have literally camped out in living rooms uh, throughout North America. We're so grateful for all the homes that over the 12 years now of serving Christ in the church through Witness to Love that we have been in the homes of families. And I think one of the biggest things we uh, we're, we hear, and even more so, you know, a couple of things, you know, how, how do we help our, our, our children to remain and to see the gift of the church, to see the gift of Christ, to remain Catholics? Or some places in the United States, you know, will, when my children are older, 20 years from now, will they even have a parish? Will mm -hmm. that church even be open? So I think, you know, being being in Rome and seeing there, and, and you know, like John Paul II saying that the family is the way of the church, and um, particularly today in this moment, the springtime, this new evangelization, that the family, of course, parenting is just the foundational building block of renewing the church and society. Mm -hmm. and, and so many uh, young people are afraid to be parents. They're nervous about being parents. Uh, they don't know if they're going to be able to do it because maybe their parents were divorced and they're so afraid of being parents. And so for, for us to say, you know, God is with you, you need mentors, uh, you don't have to do it alone. Um, you know, this is possible. And uh, I think really that was our message that, you know, marriage and family life uh, is difficult, but possible uh, if you have God with you and just all the blessings and graces that can come from that. Mm. So it's definitely a message of hope uh, because for, for so many people, they need that. Well, and the whole world needs to see what marriage looks like. They need to see what family looks like. Otherwise, they're getting their information, especially the new generation, they're getting their, their, their information from TikTok and TV and the culture. Like you said, so many people are from broken homes, so they don't have that witness. They don't have, they don't know what it looks like. They don't know what marriage looks like. They don't know what family life looks like. It's like, oh, so you kind of get up in the morning and, and maybe the parents pray together or, or before we're going to have our breakfast, we're going to have a morning prayer or, or a devotion. Or whatever, however your rhythm, your family culture is, it's so beautiful to get and see it and to invite someone in to say, this is us, this is the mess of us, this is the normal of us, this is the beauty of us. But um, how people need to see, because if they don't see, they'll never know. Amen, you know, I think uh, something that really tied it home for us, being in Rome, you know, and understanding the ancient church, a couple of patrons of, of Witness Love in this whole process are Priscilla and Aquila, who, you know, obviously they weren't in Rome, but they were, they, you know, Paul cites in the Acts of the Apostles, they were welcomed to their home uh, couples uh, during a moment of intense uh, Christian persecution uh, to basically see and be formed in marriage. And also, 
in the early founding of the church in North America, you know, we learned while we were working on the French translation of Women's Love years ago that when the Jesuits came to North America and they were in Canada, they weren't just coming with the, the clerics, which is obviously a vital role for the sacramentality of the church, but they were also bringing with them families. In fact, the first parish that they founded was called Holy Families because there was, we couldn't just, the, the priest didn't just come in and just tell them about how to, to live in Christ, but had to show them what it looked like to be wed to one one person, have only one spouse, and into rearing of children. So this is an ancient uh, symbolism. I think the, the work of Witness Love, particularly in this book and this time, is really relevant. Mm -hmm. So while you were there uh, in Rome for the meeting of families, uh, the Vatican released the Catechumenal Pathways for Marriage document. And so tell us about that. It kind of fits with what you've been doing, but maybe brought a new dimension. So how did that work in your all's life and with Witness to Love? Well, in uh, Humeris Consortio, uh, Pope John Paul II uh, in paragraph 66 talks about how um, uh, anyone working with engaged couples should take a catechumenal approach to working with engaged couples. And catechumenal means, you know, do you want this? Are you called to this? Do you understand this? Uh, are, is somebody going to walk with you? And so uh, while we were in Rome, uh, we, we really understood that um, finally, at last, the church was releasing uh, this document while we were there and uh, that the entire church, not just one church or one diocese or one, one uh, Episcopal conference, but the entire Catholic church in the entire world was being called to embrace this catechumenal model for marriage preparation that John Paul II called for and that uh, Pope Francis really brought to the forefront and said, no, we, we need to do this. This is important. Uh, couples have lost uh, a sense of the sacredness of marriage and that it's a vocation and we need to bring that back to the forefront. And so the catechumenal uh, pathways document um, is mainly focused on marriage being a vocation and that you really need uh, clergy and married couples to uh, work together to support engaged and newly married couples. And that there has to be an intentionality about it. There has to be a plan. There has to be follow through. Um, this conversation has to happen uh, at every parish, every diocese, every Episcopal conference in the world. Um, it won't look the same in every place. Um, but so there was a lot of excitement and energy while we were there uh, amongst the, the different leaders from around the world uh, who were coming saying, wow, this is this is a beautiful thing. How are we going to do it? So I think the next question was how. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, with this catechumenal way, and like you said, it's different for each parish. Um, so what are the stages of it? In other words, it begins while they're engaged, accompanying them, instruction, and then after their engagement, marriage, how long after that, or that's decided by the parish? What, what, is, what are the stages and what's taking place in terms of, you know, content, I'm sure, but also in terms of accompaniment? Well, uh, that's a, I would say that's definitely a good question, and it's, uh, it would take uh, 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 an hour to maybe unpack uh, all of that, because it is, I think that's what, for most people, it was a little overwhelming and lengthy and uh, complex, but um, I would say th there are a lot of different stages and phases, so that would, okay. be, a, that would be a very long conversation, but the, the key thing is, is that this actually starts not when a couple is engaged, it starts when they're uh, really an infant. It talks about talking about uh, marriage to a little child, um, uh, about marriage's vocation, in grade school, high school. Um, uh, a catechumenal model basically says the focus isn't just on this person right before the wedding day. Right. It's, it's on the person as they discern their vocation 
What does it mean? What is God calling them to? How are they going to live that out? And then with whom are they going to live mm. that out? So it's it's really calling for that vocational discernment before engagement, before even dating, um, which is, I think when a lot of people read the document, they, they get a little uh, taken aback when they see the length. But if we've actually been preparing someone from childhood that marriage is a vocation, the whole thing makes sense. And so you, it won't be accomplished overnight, but I think the more that families understand that, you know, they need to be missionary, that uh, vocation is, is like the focus and bringing people to Jesus, it'll be a lot easier to talk about what does marriage preparation look like. So I think that's where a lot of people are stuck right now is how do we overlay this on what we're doing? And there's no way to overlay it. You have to uh, really blow it up and start over because uh, this model doesn't fit into the one day course or the few nights or the sort of quick fix way we've been walking with couples um, because that quick fix model really presumes that these couples want a vocation, understand a sacrament, they've done all the the homework, they've come from a great family that's prepared them for this. But the reality is uh, marriage is so broken in in today's world and we really have to start um, much further back. Yeah, well, uh, you articulated that very well, and you could see the how enormous of a task it is, especially when people come from so much brokenness. Like you said, we uh, do we assume that they've been nurtured in this way all their lives? Um, we used to pray with our children every night. We would pray for their spouses. They, they were growing in this environment, um, and so. It, like you have to blow it up and recreate it just to say this is how this is going to work. Um, but when people come into the marriage and they are broken and they are wounded, um, they have to have hope. Like you said, people are afraid of the word commitment. People are afraid of the word sacrifice. It's kind of like, uh, what's it going to cost me? It's like, well, wait a minute. We're madly in love with Jesus, aren't we? It cost him everything. So this is going to cost you. And we would tell couples, if you're not ready to give up, ha- to give up your life, don't get married. Because you give up your life, right? And then when you have children, you give up the other half of your life and you are left with no life. And that's the point, that you have no life, that your life is all about Jesus and you're in total gift to the other and to your children. But the, the, the church has to tell this and okay. only the church can tell this. We just have about two minutes left. What, what did this mean? What has it meant? this, you know, pathways that was released at that time for witness to love. I mean, you've already had kind of a model here. How are you implementing this? I think um, when witness love started, you know, we were confident in our hearts that this was a really effective approach to marriage catechumen within our own community. But I think overall, this really was a, a, a boost, a kind of an assurance to us to know that the church really does need to challenge the status quo mm-hmm particularly in the Western Hemisphere, we see the status quo of how marriage formation and marriage prep has been done um, is, is, needs to be really evaluated. In, in 1970, there were almost 500,000 Catholic sacramental weddings in the United States. Last year, that number was recorded at around 97,000. Yeah. So we can't, it can't be business as usual when it comes to the preparation of the most important thing in a, in a young Catholic family's life. Uh, Another important thing is that when we returned from the World Meeting of Families and we came back to the United States with kind of all of our enthusiasm about uh, 
the, the catechumenal pathways and all this, we kind of hit a brick wall. And in the mm. United States, uh, everybody just was like, we don't understand it. We didn't read it. We didn't hear about it. What are you talking about? It can't be done. And we were, uh, said, oh, no, this like we have got to figure this out. And so a few people came to us and said, you know, you've been doing this for over 10 years. You've been talking about yeah. a catechumen for marriage since the beginning. You're the ones to help bring this together. So mm. we uh, we w worked with the uh, Scanlon Foundation and the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston, and University of St. Thomas to Wonderful. bring together basically a summit for okay. uh, all of North America to talk about how do we do the marriage catechism. We're going to have to. We're going to have to stop at this point. Thank God we have you on for tomorrow because we're just beginning to unpack this more fully and how you've implemented it. So we'll do that again tomorrow. God bless you and God bless all of your loved ones. Keep it on EWTN. Bye now.